El programa Sabor y Estilo de Vida es propiedad y producido por Miriam Hickerson. Las opiniones expresadas por sus conductores e invitados son de su propio criterio y no reflejan la opinión de la gerencia de esta estación o sus anunciantes. Esto es Sabor y Estilo de Vida con Miriam Hickerson. Buenas tardes, les saluda como siempre Miriam Hickerson. El día de hoy estamos de plácemes también porque vamos a entrevistar a alguien que ya teníamos mucho tiempo de no verlo, de no escucharlo. Estoy aquí con mi equipo eh, eh, tras cámaras. Estamos en Sabor y Estilo de Vida Radio y en Life Affairs Publications. El día de hoy vamos a entrevistar a una persona una personalidad, vamos a decirlo así, él, él ha pasado muchas cosas, vamos a hablar de su vida privada, un poquito de dónde viene, qué es lo que está pasando, hoy están en Rino precisamente eh, transcurriendo un evento y hace dos años aproximadamente antes de la pandemia les entrevistamos, ya escuchamos su entrevista hace tiempo y ahora regresan aquí a Nevada y estoy muy contenta de recibir al honorable eh, Miki Ibarra de Latino Leaders Network. ¿Cómo está, eh, mi querido uh, pues, amigo? Puedo decirlo ahora por la sonrisa que me da el día de hoy. Él es de Latino, de Latino Leaders Network. Él habla inglés, así que voy a tener que empezar a hablar inglés. Okay? How are you, horrible eh, Miki Ibarra? How are you? Just fine. It's wonderful to join you again, Miriam. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity again to interview you with your team at the Twins Productions also is helping us. But today I'm so excited you are coming back to Nevada with your greatest events, uh, you know, nationally. We know you have the Latino Leaders Network doing all these tributes to mayors. Yeah. This is the 36th year you are doing this. This is a legacy, a life, right? So please uh, talk to, to your public now in Nevada that what is happening in this uh, summer of 2022? What are you doing in Reno for this? Yes, Olympics? well, we are delighted to return to Nevada. You know, we had such a wonderful experience in 2019 when we convened the Latino Leaders Luncheon Series to honor, at that time, just uh, former Governor Brian Sandoval, who had just left office in January of 2019. We honored him in March, a wonderful uh, tribute to the governor. And I'm so delighted that we're returning this summer uh, to convene the 36th tribute to mayors. We do this twice a year. We've done it since 2004. Because the Conference of Mayors, the United States Conference of Mayors is convening its summer meeting in Reno, we're coming to Reno. We go to where the mayors are to present the Antonio Virigosa Leadership Award to a mayor uh, that is doing right by our community. What? So we're delighted that uh, Mayor Tim Keller of Albuquerque, New Mexico, 
will receive the award uh, this summer in Reno. Exactly. Well, I know him. So why why your Latino Leaders Network choose to give this award to Mayor Tim Keller? Yes. Well, Mayor Keller has a outstanding record of inclusion of Latinos in his administration. He is now in his second term as mayor of Albuquerque, again, uh, the largest city in New Mexico. Uh, mayor Keller's only 44 years old, already in his second term as mayor of Albuquerque. And by the way, Albuquerque is over uh, nearly 50% Latino. Well, here is a mayor that selected as his, as his police chief for Albuquerque, Harold Medina, as his fire chief for Albuquerque, Gene Gallegos, uh, as his chief operating officer, Lawrence Roel. Uh -huh. So this is a record of inclusion, and that is a major criteria we use to judge mayors. Do they include us? at the policy decision-making table. And clearly, Mayor Keller has included us and deserves our recognition. Well, sounds that they are uh, the good, good uh, word for them because sometimes the mayors have a hard time because they have to deal as a locally with regional uh, counties plus state, right, and nationally. Yes, so and I think that position is pretty much sensitive. And what you find, it's also in a position that is held accountable by the voters, by the residents of a community every day. Unlike a legislator who may be off in Carson City, unlike a member of the Congress, be they House or the Senate, who are off in Washington, D.C., I'll tell you, the residents uh, of a city know who their mayor is. <laughs> They yeah. can't hide. And when there's a problem, mayors are expected to step up and provide solutions. So uh, having served at the White House, uh, working with mayors for President Clinton, it really was a front row seat for me to learn about the importance of mayors to our communities and the importance of recognizing mayors who are doing it right and to shine the spotlight on those mayors who, uh, in front of their colleagues, I mean, we're going to be uh, presenting this award to Mayor Keller in front of his uh, colleagues. You know, there are over 180 mayors registered for the Reno summer meeting of the United States Conference of Mayors. And what we want to do is shine the light on Mayor Keller to let his colleagues know that there is a right way and that it can be accomplished and inclusion is the right thing to do. Yeah, and uh, you say uh, various times inclusion is very difficult at these times to include. Every, for years, we talk about that word, but it's right. hard to see a mayor does this job done. Yes, yes, it can be accomplished. Of course, we name the award, the Antonio Villarigosa Leadership Award. Here we have Antonio Villarigosa, who was elected the 41st mayor of Los Angeles in 2005, served two consecutive terms, eight years, that's the limit in uh, Los Angeles, and certainly set what we believe is the gold standard for including the Latino community. We have much, much to offer a city 
Uh, mayor Virigosa certainly did that in his eight years as mayor of Los Angeles. And uh, we decided as a board of directors to name our award after him so that we could present this award to future mayors to thank them for including the Latino community. Yeah, and thank, uh, please extend um, the, our congratulations to him. Uh, and then uh, what, I know you have a very, very sensitive heart because always I see your eyes, you remind me some, some people I, I just love the way you're looking at us. So when you express to Mayor Tim Keller, how you feel his um, emotions? He was excited. He was obviously, he's honorable from you giving this opportunity and all the opportunities he had to help the Latino and inclusion. But in your heart, this after COVID award, Yes. How do you feel he, he, he respond to this award? Well, I think there's a couple of, uh, of uh, experiences that I've had with Mayor Keller that I can share with your audience, including a very enjoyable lunch uh, not long ago in Albuquerque. I traveled from my office in Washington, D.C. to uh, Albuquerque to visit with Mayor Keller. And uh, I'll tell you, it was just so impressive. Mayor Keller, so grateful to his residents who just a year ago re-elected him by a very strong margin uh, to a second four-year term as their leader. And this after having negotiated so much, navigated rather, so much difficulty with COVID, mm -hmm. so much difficulty with employment, so much difficulty with closed businesses and the impact on small business that COVID had, so much impact to even uh, public safety, a crime in a city that has been experienced in so many places around our country. And for him to get the approval of his community in terms of a re-election was very gratifying and satisfying and reinforcing, I think, to him that he was doing the job that the people of Albuquerque expected of their, their mayor. He uh, expressed to me a gratitude for the recognition nationally that we're providing to him as a Latino Leaders Network. While he is non-Latino, he represents a large community of Latinos. As I mentioned, nearly 50% uh, of his community are Latinos. So getting the stamp of approval, if you will, and recognition with the Antonio Villarigosa Leadership Award is something that he is uh, very proud of. Yeah, I'm sure. So thank you for sharing with us his emotions because as, as uh, you're giving this award, it's important to me if the mayor's uh, feelings because, mm -hmm. you know, different recognitions give a different emotions. So thank you. Mm -hmm. So now we are going to the past and we will come back with a different question to the audience. I would like to talk about how you've been uh, talking about the new or the most recent book. So don't go away their audience and we will write back with our Dicky their uh, Mickey Ivara. No worry. When the world is cold I will feel a glow just thinking of
cheeks so soft There is nothing for me but to Estamos de regreso con nuestro querido Mickey Ibarras. Disculpen, a veces se me va el nombre, pero estamos eh, hablando de su... Ahora vamos a hablar de su libro, de su libro que tiene más reciente y pues pongamos, pongamos atención porque está en inglés. Ok, we are back with you there, Mickey Ibarra. <laughs> Honorable. So, um, in the past uh, segment, we were talking about uh, your, your tribute 36, but I would like to talk a little bit about your most recent book about Latino leaders speak. You have uh, 33 keynote speakers uh, in writing, right? And when I met you a couple of years ago, I shared with you that somebody teach me if it's not on writing, do not exist. <laughs> yes. Right? So yes. you make these stories exist well, and, and keep forever. So talk a little bit to us about your book, most recent book. Well, one of our signature events of the Latino Leaders Network is our Latino Leaders Luncheon Series. And Miriam, this is a very unique platform. I'm not aware of another organization that provides the opportunity to a national Latino leader to share their personal story of obstacles overcome to achieve success. We believe our stories are important and they need to be shared. And when they are shared, it helps inspire us. It helps motivate us and it helps give all of our leadership, all of our community hope for their success as well. We realized some time ago that not everyone was going to be able to come to Las Vegas as we did, as we convened in March of 2019 to hear Governor Brian Sandoval, you know, share his story. So what we decided to do is to explore with a publisher the possibility of sharing the stories shared at the Latino Leaders Network with a broader audience through the book through print, through the medium of print. Arte Publico Press at the University of Houston, the largest publisher of Latino literature and authors in our country, immediately saw the vision of a book 
a collection of the keynote addresses delivered at past Latino Leader Luncheon Series events so that we could share our stories with others. You know, we have leaders, we have role models, we have outstanding, outstanding heroes that we need to recognize. So with Arte Publico Press, they published Latino Leaders Speak, Personal Stories of Struggle and Triumph. The publisher selected 33 leaders that delivered remarks at our luncheon series, and we compiled I co-edited the book, uh, meaning that we uh, identified segments of the remarks from each of those 33 leaders to highlight. I also completed an introduction to the book to help our readers understand the context, why the book, why it's important, and also an opportunity for me to share my own personal story. So we have that all wrapped between two covers Latino Leaders Speak. It's available on Amazon. It's available at Arte Publico Press that we're very proud to share uh, our stories with others in our community and as importantly, outside of our community. You know, at a time when the narrative about the Latino community continues to be so negative at times and, and often inaccurate, we believe it was so important for us to offer the truth and alternative about the contribution that our leaders have made to not only the Latino community, but to our country at large. Our book is now in its second printing at Arte Publico Press. Right. That's a big deal in the publishing oh, business. Yes. So we're very excited about that. And in addition to that, we're also very excited about an addition to Latino Leaders Speak, and that is a curriculum guide, Miriam. A yes. curriculum guide. We have partnered with the Global Education Project of California to produce a curriculum guide that will help teachers of high school students and early college share 14 of the chapters from our book, from our book that can be shared with students that can learn from the leadership of our national leaders. This curriculum guide, uh, thanks to Arte Publico Press, who has made all 14 chapters of the book available online free of charge, as is our curriculum guide at latinoleadersnetwork.org. It's there for uh, anyone who wants to take a look and, and, and benefit their students by sharing our stories free of charge, free of charge. So we're very pleased with the curriculum guide, now the second printing of our book, and we'll continue to beat the drum to help share our stories with everyone. Yeah, I love it. I have the first one. I have uh, your signature there, and we have a picture. But most than that, yeah, it's a curriculum. I always review when somebody is at home, I show the book. And I say, you know, this, this uh, personality, this leader, and it's very, very helpful. So I, I agree with you when you said it's a curriculum and as a legacy. And I'm so happy you are there now because, <laughs> uh, you know, as a publisher of Life of Earth Publications, you know, you give a spotlight for many people and then you say, 
where I was me? <laughs> you know, I think I have years and I don't have any article about me. And now I'm so happy and I would love to talk about you at the end in the last segment about it. But uh, for the people uh, to know, please uh, go through their platforms, Latino Leaders Network, and then you can go in. Um, the second print is a huge success. So hopefully you go to the third. Yes, I hope so. Okay, so please, the, the public or the audience, uh, go through their uh, latinoleadernetwork.com and then you can find the link about the book of uh, Latino Leader Speak Personal Stories. Miriam, let me just say it's .org, latinoleadersnetwork.org. It's not .com, not .com, it's .org, as, as uh, Honorable Miki Ibarra is uh, mentioned. So make sure to get that is 33 keynote address uh, of people, amazing. Being a leader is most than talk about stories. Being a leader is just to show the way to walk and people follow that path. And it's very important. You know, now in the Latino community, we all criticize so many leaders. They post as a leaders. So I'm sure with your book, people will understand exactly the word of leadership, of legacy, of contributions, of careers, of, as you say, curriculums. Being a leader is not just make a march in jail at the street. Sometimes it's more than that. And I say that, not you. <laughs> so thank you so much for this contribution of the book and uh, we are going to another pass and please listen this uh, soft music to enjoy keep enjoying this amazing interview with our honorable Miki Ibarra we will write back and Miriam Higgerson well it's a new dawn it's a new day it's a new life for me And I'm feeling good Fish in the sea, well, you know how I feel. River running free, you know how I feel. Blossom on the tree, you know how I feel. Well, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me, and I'm feeling good. Butterflies all having fun You know what I mean Sleep in peace when death's done That's what I mean And the soul, well, it's a new world And it's a full
un estilo de vida. Ok, amigos, ya estamos de regreso en el tercer segmento con nuestro querido invitado de hoy a nivel nacional, nuestro querido Miki Ibarra, que es uh, llamado Honorable Miki Ibarra. Ahora vamos a hablar de los eventos que ya vienen en persona después de COVID, así que no se lo pierda. Vamos a hablar ahora en inglés. Welcome again, uh, dear Honorable uh, Miki Ibarra. Are we coming back after COVID? Everybody survived, everybody is happy, it's, this is almost gone, but now in person, to people hugs, to people kisses, to people see <laughs> eyes directly, because, you know, I can see your eyes right now, but it's not the same like we see the eyes in person. <laughs> so how is going now the upcoming Latino Leader Network uh, in-person events? Yes, yeah, so we are so delighted to return to in-person events. We actually got started uh, last year in September, convening our luncheon series for the first time in San, De San Diego in yeah. September of last year, and then uh, continuing in Los Angeles in November uh, this year, uh, we will convene the 2022 Latino Leaders Luncheon uh, twice. We'll kick off the uh, series in Providence, Rhode Island, on November, excuse me, on September 16th, Mexican Independence Day, uh, to open a Hispanic Heritage Month. Again, that'll be September 16th in Providence, Rhode Island. And then we'll continue in November in Los Angeles once again with the 66th in Providence and 67th Latino Leaders Luncheon Series event. Again, an event with such a unique platform provide an opportunity for a national Latino leader to share their personal story of obstacles overcome to achieve success, to uplift our community. Yeah, and you know what is the touch in your events? What I see, because I, I have the privilege to be in many events during my time, time life, but your events are like a gala. You know, it's a luncheon, it's a breakfast, it's a coffee, virtual coffee, because I was part of the virtual cafecitos. Yes. And and um, everybody's dressing like, okay, let's have party, you know, but good party. So I'm so, I'm so glad you are here in Nevada doing this and upcoming events in person. Your team uh, is amazing uh, behind the scenes yes. and everybody is giving the best yes. and this is the life this is a part of my radio show in my uh publication life first is about being well live well do the best at the time yes even if it's difficult or not uh you have to be the best, doing the best. So yes. congratulations in this effort to, because I know it's so much work to do every time and every time is a challenge you complete and you're ready to do new one so well, I, I enjoy sharing uh with uh with folks our mission the mission of the latino leaders network is a simple one yet hard to achieve miriam and that is bringing leaders together that's what the latino leaders network does through our Latino Leaders Luncheon Series, through our Tribute to Mayors, through our Cafecito Series, through our book, Latino Leaders Speak, we are about bringing leaders together. We are stronger together 
And it's a, been a, a really a high honor for me to have the opportunity to, to share the story of our heroes, of our role models, and of our outstanding leaders. And well, with that saying, let's go to a pause and enjoy this delicious music. And then we continue with the last segment with our Honorable Mickey Ibarra. Don't go away. I've been so many places in my life and time. I've sung a lot of songs and I've made some bad wine. I've acted on my life in stages. Ten thousand people watching. We're alone now. And I'm singing my song for you I know your image of me Is what I hope to be If I've treated you unkindly, baby, can't you see? But there's no one more important to me So darling, can't you please see through me? Cause we're alone now And I'm singing this song for you And you taught me precious secrets Of a truth withholding nothing You came out in front And I was a hiding And now I'm so much a better And if my words don't come together Please just listen to the melody Cause my love's in that hiding estilo de vida. Ok amigos, pues esta entrevista me encanta porque me encanta la voz de nuestro querido invitado, prácticamente musical, tranquila, suave, con conocimiento. Espero que ustedes estén gozando esta entrevista como yo, así que vamos a hablar un poco de su vida personal, porque si no lo sabían, eh, nuestro invitado, el honorable Miki Ibarra, venía desde una casa de Foster hasta llegar a la Casa Blanca. Vamos a preguntarle de qué se trata. Ahora vamos a hablar en inglés. Okay, dear Honorable Nikki Ivara. I know we have to read your book. Okay. <laughs> However, please give a little a little bit about you to us in this uh, audio and video. Your personal history is amazing. I know you come from a foster care home. And through many years, many efforts that you don't even complain, you went to the Casablanca or White House and, and now you have your own network. Well, I tell you, Miriam, I am perhaps the luckiest man in America. I feel that way nearly every day. I am the son of an immigrant from Oaxaca, Mexico, a bracero who came to this country in 1945 during World War II to pick fruit 
in Spanish Fork, Utah. Ended up in foster care for most of the first 15 years of my life. Was able to reunite with my father, Francisco Ibarra, who passed away uh, several years ago now at the age of 90. So I still have a lot of hope for a long future. <laughs> and uh, I am very, very uh, grateful for so many good people who helped two little boys along the way find their way to success. My brother David Ibarra, just 11 months younger than I. So who would have ever imagined that a little Mexican kid from Salt Lake City, Utah, would find his way to a front row seat at the White House as an assistant to the President of the United States. Amazing. I think only in America. It's a story that is so <clears throat> important for all of us to embrace the American dream. I've lived it, I know it, and I know it can happen to you if it happened to me. And so, as an assistant to the president, and not till then, I really came to the conclusion that it was so important for me to share that story of obstacles overcome. Because when I share it, it helps others realize that they too can be successful. We don't all start at the top. I don't know very many people that start at the top. There's a pathway to the top, and there are always obstacles in our way, always. And it's important for us, successful people, to figure out how to overcome those obstacles, in some cases, perhaps even turn them to an advantage to ensure that you uh, succeed. One of the highlights of my career uh, at the White House, and while I uh, enjoyed my four years there, of course, uh, I was so, so pleased that my father, Francisco Ibarra, lived long enough to arrive at the White House at the invitation of President Clinton to meet him and to personally witness that his oldest son, his firstborn, <laughs> made it to the top in terms of public service. And that was, a, I think, a high watermark, which I uh, enjoy sharing. And uh, much more is found in the introduction to the book, Latino Leaders Speak. And I hope your listeners will, will take a look at uh, and consider possibly purchasing that book so they too have those stories to share with others. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I will encourage everybody to buy uh, this, uh, invest their money to mm -hmm. learn about leaderships. And let me also just add real quickly for those that may not be able to afford a book, that's okay. You have access to the internet. You go to latinoleadersnetwork.org and you hit the archive page mm -hmm. and you'll see drop down in your screen many of the past speeches, nearly all of them, have been recorded professionally so that you can view them on your computer through the video. And, and uh, you also have a second option, and that is to take a look at the transcript. Every keynote address is sent to a transcribing service that puts that speech into writing so that folks have the option of reading it, downloading it, printing it, so that they too can have access uh, to our leaders and learn from them. Exactly. Well, uh, that is amazing because you are giving all the tools and facilitating everything for people can have an access with, yes. with uh, 
you know, if they have a heart or difficulty economically. But we are in the end of our interview. We have um, about 20 or almost 30 minutes in this interview. And I want to mention this. Nobody's seeing you right now, but I do. And of all this conversation, I am so pleased. I'm so happy and so honorable to have you and my radio show and my publication. But I love when you said you're proud, your eyes went proud when you talk about your family. And everything you do, Honorable Nikki Ivara, is amazing. But I think your most excited moment is when you talk about your family. <laughs> and when you, your eyes get water, when, when you talk about they can see my success because I did it. And let me tell you, you say it, called, it could happen to me, could happen to you. I think things happen when you do, when you fight, is no magic. It happened to you, no, no everybody can have it because they need to do what you did. Love your family, fight for immigrants, keep, keep learning, fight. Work hard, work hard, work hard. That's the thing, you know, one of the things I love about our community, and I see it as a major advantage, and that is no one, no one will outwork us. No one. That's exactly. impossible. <laughs> so I love to see your eyes so happy when you talk about family, about your legacy, about your history. I'm so proud to, to interview you today. And I hope next time I'll see you here in Las Vegas. Thank you, and thank you for this amazing interview and hope to see you soon. Well, thank you. And I'll make sure that when I do return to Las Vegas, I'll make sure that you're aware of it so that we'll get a chance to visit once again. Perfect. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you for this interview. This is Abori Estilo de Vida and Life First Publication with Miriam Higgerson. Thank you for your time. This was our Honorable Mickey Ibarra. Thank you. Thank you. Ok, amigos, pues con esto por el día de hoy culminamos nuestro programa Sabor y Estilo de Vida con Miriam Hickerson, nuestro invitado especial, Miki Ibarra. En, increíble esta entrevista. Les mando un beso y un abrazo enorme a donde quiera que estén. Y a ti, Sasha, te amo. Gracias, señores. Baby, kiss me. Talking to you across the water, across the deep blue ocean, under the open sky. Oh my, and baby, I'm trying. Boy, I hear you in my dreams. I feel you whisper across the sea. I keep you with me in my heart. You make it easier. Lucky I'm in love with my best friend Lucky to have been where we have been Lucky to be coming home again Lucky we're in love in every way Lucky
Lucky to stay where we have stayed. Lucky to be coming home someday. Soy Sasha y quiero decirte que sigas escuchando y que amas que tienes ahorita.